As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. When searching for a mentor, it's always best if you can offer them something. I remember one mentor, I offered him help with his website. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fund That Flip, and they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fund That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times, giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever, and you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Super important. You can print out all the detailed reports. And that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluff. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. With us today, we're about to be talking to... Raymond Campbell. How you doing, Raymond? I'm very good. Thank you. Well, nice to meet you. Looking forward to getting to know you and learning more about your business and more importantly, the insights that you've come across while working on and in your business. Raymond is the owner of Plum Creek Assets. He's the chief profit engineer. I love that title. Chief profit engineer at Plum Creek Assets. Assets. He focuses on the purchase of real estate, mortgage loans, liens, notes at 50 to 80% discounts. Owner of a whole bunch of real estate websites that are designed to find house and homeowners who want to sell quickly. Based in Houston, Texas, 
and you can say hi to him and learn more about one of his companies, PlumCreekAssets.com. That being said, Raymond, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure, I'd be happy to. I came out of college, and one of the first jobs I had was as a realtor, basic realtor showing houses and listing houses for people, residential houses. And I only stayed in that about a year. It really wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy it that much, and I did other things. And then skipping all the way to 2004, Decided I was traveling, I was overseas, and I had decided to build a little real estate website, one that was designed to find sellers. Basically, I wanted to find homes to buy and hold. And I was doing website work for a gentleman who owned a company that did home repair. He did foundation repair. And so I talked to him and I said, look, you're always talking to these owners. Some of them were certainly want to sell. I, I proposed this website and he, he agreed. And so if he found somebody that would want to sell and then we'd work on the deal together. And I was doing other things, never really paid attention to it. And the net result was that website sat around for about five or six years and then it generated some leads, but they never got closed because the gentleman was focused on foundation repair and not real estate. But I came back to the United States after my overseas work. It was around 2010 and we were in the middle of the, just the worst real estate market you can imagine. I don't know how many of your listeners can recall that, but what was happening is I was getting a ton of leads coming in on this website. I really didn't have experience in wholesaling or rehabbing at that time. I didn't know what to do with these leads. And I was looking at going back overseas and taking another job, so I was trying to lease out the website to somebody. That didn't really pan out because it just didn't work out. So I found myself a mentor who taught me the business, wholesaling and rehabbing. And I took that website and I built seven more similar to it, basically covering the state of Texas. And I'm going to build some more covering the United States, some principal cities in the United States. But wholesaling is an interesting business, but it has its limitations. And I wanted to do a few other things down the road. And so my latest venture is Plum Creek Assets. And that is buying non-performing loans on residential and commercial properties. So how's that for an introduction? Yeah, I don't even know which way to take it. That's a lot of good info. You piqued my curiosity when you said your work overseas. I might have missed that. What were you doing overseas? Well, it was unrelated to real estate. I was working with a distribution network selling a fuel catalyst. It was a liquid fuel catalyst that would increase fuel mileage and reduce pollution. And it was a great time to be selling it over there because oil hit $140 a barrel. <laughs> yep. But I did that for over four years, but I came back to the United States, and that's where I really got started and focused on real estate. All right. You said you're doing a lot of websites. When I go to Plum Creek Assets, P-L-U-M-C-R-E-E-K-A-S-S-E-T-S.com, and perhaps I'm putting it in wrong, but it says website coming soon. Am I on the right website? Yes, it's brand new. Brand so new. So it is under construction. Yeah. So it will be up in a few days. Okay. So best ever listeners, fortunately... You, as you go to this website, it will be up because magically <laughs> we're recording this prior to it being live. So that's that's cool. So the, your website's up. 
What are you talking about when you say you're creating these websites, you'll create them across the country? I'm not following you quite yet. Okay. Well, I'm focused on wholesaling. Basically, we're looking for a homeowner that wants to sell. Either they have a property that's run down, needs a lot of work, they don't want to do it, or they want to sell quickly. For one reason or another, they're not going to sell through a realtor, a traditional sale. And so that's the wholesaling business. We look for houses, uh, sellers and, and that want to sell these houses, and then we rehab them ourselves, or we turn around and we sell the contract, basically, to an investor, another rehabber for a buy-and-hold guy. Okay. But, but yeah. the key is to find the lead. See, and that's what I noticed a long time ago. The analogy I like to use is that if you want to kiss a girl, you've got to find the girl first. So if you want to do a deal in real estate, you've got to find the deal. That's the key. And so that's what my websites are designed to do, is to find the lead, to find the seller. Okay. Let's get into some details of the websites. What's one website URL? Okay, one website would be austinhomebuyers.net. Austinhomebuyers.net. Okay. So when I go to Austin Home Buyers, it's going to be landing page for if I am a motivated seller and I go here, I call info. Okay, so fairly straightforward. So what are a couple examples of your other websites? Is it the same template, but then instead of Austin Home Buyers, it's San Antonio Home Buyers, Houston Home Buyers.net, et cetera? Exactly. I'm in Fort Worth, Dallas, Austin, Houston, Corpus Christi, and El Paso. Cool. Okay. So you have fill in the blank city homebuyers.net for each of those cities. And if we were to look at your overall business from a profitability standpoint, which market brings you in the most profit? Well, the two big gorillas are Dallas and Houston, without a doubt. Those are dynamic, huge markets. The, the, the small ones really don't contribute much. The smaller cities like Corpus Christi and El Paso, they're, both of those cities are under a half a million people. So I think really for this type of business that I'm in, you need a city of about a, in a metropolitan area, not necessarily city limits, but the general metropolitan area of about a million people. How do people find these websites? Well, it's all based on organic search results. And so that's the key. I know there are other companies here in the state of Texas. They spend a lot of money on pay-per-click, which is Google AdWords. They spend a lot of money on direct mail. And good for them. I wish them all the success in the world. It costs a lot of money, but they've got a machine. They've got a business. They've got employees. So they've got to generate a certain volume of leads. The nice thing about having a website that generates organic leads or organic rankings is there's not a whole lot of cost other than upfront and building the website. There are some maintenance issues that you have to deal with, but those are relatively minor. So basically, if somebody who has decided to sell their home, they do a search, and typically they do the search on Google, mm. and they're looking to sell their house. And my goal is to have my website in that local area rank at the top of the page. Now, the highest ranking you're going to get is right below the paid advertising. And so Google makes sure of that. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, you get your share of leads. Have you done any looking into what's like the common search that allows you to be ranked? Oh, yeah. That's part of my background is internet marketing and uh, search engine optimization. So, yes, I have done keyword research and 
I look for those keyword phrases that are most frequently used by the type of client or type of person that, that I'm searching for that I want to capture their phone call or their email. And so let's do Austin. Does it vary based on the city for the keyword search? Not really. It's kind of obvious that usually people are looking for home buyers in their city. So it might be home buyers Austin or it might be home buyers Houston. And sometimes I use Bing. Sometimes I use Google. I try and rank well in both of them. But those are really the only two major search engines right now. They may use a phrase like home buyers or sell my house, something like that. Got it. Okay. So, uh, which explains why you have AustinHomeBuyers.net. How many wholesale deals have you done in the last six months? Oh, I don't know. Um, I haven't counted them. Roughly. 20. 20. And what would you say your average profit is on each of them? Well, you know, I haven't calculated that either. But I would say generally the wholesale fee on a wholesale deal is you shoot for 10000 You'll settle for five if that's what it takes to get the deal done. But in my experience, the best I've gotten so far is 30000 on a wholesale deal. Will you tell us a story about the last deal you did, how you came across it, and what were the numbers were? Well, last deal was, uh, there was a deal in Houston, and the seller wanted to sell the property. It did have a limitation, a drawback, and that is in the backside of the property was an apartment complex. So it wasn't the nicest view in the world because nobody really wants to look at the backside of an apartment complex, but it was in a nice area, a very nice area. So we put it under contract. We found a builder who wanted to build, and so he bought the contract from us, and his goal is to tear it down and build a really nice house in that particular area, despite the fact that there's an apartment complex facing the back. Mm. What were the numbers on that one? We put it under contract for 200000 and we sold it to him for two thirty. And so his cost is two thirty plus the demolition cost to tear down the house. It's there. Mm-hmm. So he's going to build a much better one, and he'll build something probably in the million-dollar range. Wow, really nice area. What area in Houston is that? That was in Bel Air. Bel Air. All right. And that was a 30000 wholesale fee that you're referring to. That happened to be your last deal. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of those, so those are nice. I've heard of other guys in the business who've had the bigger wholesale deals, bigger than 30000 I hope to be one of them in the near future, but that's the best one I've done. How did you get that lead? It's a phone call or an email every time. It's a seller who's sitting in front of their computer, usually at home and they want to sell their house, they type in a search phrase, and I have an organic ranking, and I pop up near the top of the page, and they call, or they send me an email. How many leads would you say you get a day? You're asking me these statistics. I guess I should calculate them. (laughs) No, just about. That's fine. That's fine. And you know what? It's also revealing to know that you don't track that, because I'm not looking for any particular answers. I'm just in the discovery phase. My questions, the purpose behind them is just to get inside your mind and learn how you think and how you approach things and also bring out certain things that might be relevant to the listeners. So it's cool that you don't track it and that's part of how you approach it. But if you had to estimate how many leads you get maybe on a a daily or a weekly basis, just what would you guess? Okay, well, I'll quote you for bigger, busier markets like Dallas or Houston, because the, the smaller work markets, I, I'm really kind of ignoring them. There's just not that much activity. But in the bigger markets, we'll get two or three leads a day. 
So that's all 10, 15 throughout the week. Hopefully one of those will become a lead that we can do a deal with. And all you're doing, I'm not trying to trivialize it. I'm just making sure I understand. For To get those leads, all you're doing is you are creating a website that has a bunch of – well, first off, the URL aligns with what someone would search for. And then you have a bunch of keywords within your website. And I can see I'm on austinhomebuyers.net. I can see when I scroll to the bottom, you've got probably every zip code for Austin here so that Google picks up on that as well as all these different submarkets. it looks like. And once you create it with these keywords in populated, then you said there's a little bit of maintenance, but other than that, it's hands off and that's how you get your leads? That's correct. And when you're referring to the domain name, that's called an exact match domain. So I'm using the keywords in the domain name. Now, Google said some time ago that, that they would no longer give undue influence or extra influence or extra weight to that particular factor. Bing still loves them, so I try and incorporate the primary keyword in the domain name. Mm, good stuff. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Now that when the market heats up, I see a lot of newcomers coming into the market, and I see them spending a lot of money for these guru educational courses. And I'd encourage these people to try and learn as much as they can for free by going to these meetings. Most of these real estate meetings in these cities are free and meet some people and just talk and get to know them. And, and many of the, these meetings offer some type of educational forum where they can learn. But I'm aware of one, actually it's here in Houston, it's $100,000. <laughs> That's a lot of education. So I would encourage newcomers to hold on to their wallet for a little while and try and get more familiar with the industry because it, the real estate industry has a high failure rate for newcomers. They get enthusiastic and they drop out because it's not exactly what they expected, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they, the work is harder than what they expected. Yep, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be dropping that type of money if you are just getting started. That would be ridiculous in my opinion. I think it's... My approach for consulting and or doing it on your own is you read as many books as you can, you listen to the podcast, then you get some experience doing what you want to do, whether it's doing initial research or whatever it is, eventually you'll hit a wall. And if at that point you want to pay for consulting and bring someone on, then so be it. And I have done that. But I don't think that starting out, anyone should pay for a consultant who needs to give them the foundation of how to approach the business. That's something we can learn in the book. But as you know, and I'm sure you've come across, and I know I've come across, there's a lot of gray area in real estate deals once you get going. And it's always nice to have someone who's by your side to help guide you along the way. Absolutely. Mentors can be very helpful down the line, and I've had a few mentors here and there. And when searching for a mentor, it's always best if you can offer them something. I remember one mentor, I offered him help with his website. And so we had a reciprocal arrangement there, and that worked out real well for a while. So mentors can be invaluable when you're getting started. You ready for the best ever lightning round? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Uh, probably not, but yeah, go ahead and let me have it. 
All right, I will let you have it. First, though, quick word from our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here, February 24th and 25th, the conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out, besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you. Move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com. Okay, here we go. Best ever book you've read. More than a carpenter. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Well, that's a good question. I, I guess the growth experiences, failures are always a good growth experiences. They are so depressing sometimes, particularly when a lot of money is involved, but boy, do you learn fast. I would just say in general, failure. What's one failure that you learned from? Well, losing a deal. Not following up fast enough on a deal. Not properly analyzing it. Getting lazy at some point. But follow-up is key, in my opinion. A lot of deals, you might have lost a deal to somebody else, but then their deal blows up. And then all of a sudden, you're back in the first position, ready to do the deal that you originally wanted to do. What's the best ever deal you've done? Well, on the wholesale side, that's the one we mentioned earlier, $30,000 wholesale fee. So I'll stick with that one because it required relatively little work. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Well, I've tried to give back a little bit in my life, and I'd like to give more in the future. I've helped people out with education. I've helped them out with websites. I've helped organize events. And, well, in one case, we took a little girl from South America who had a leg problem, and we flew her all the way up to and got all the visas for her and her mother and got her to Florida to the Shriners Hospital. And they, they couldn't save the leg, but... They took care of her, and she's got an artificial leg, and I understand that she's now about 20 years old and a mother. So that was one of our successes. Absolutely. What is the best place the best ever listeners can get in contact with you? Well, they can find me through any of my websites, which we've mentioned uh, here earlier, or because they all have a contact form, or they can call me at my um, 800 number, which is got one, I think, that it's easy to remember. And it's... 855-855-6127. Well, thanks for being on the show and sharing your your lead generation system, which is having websites in each local market, having a website in each local market that, as you said, it is the, um, you had a term for it, uh, the exact match domain and google doesn't really award that reward that as much but bing still does for the exact match domain 
But more importantly, having the keywords within the website and you're setting it up once and you're doing some ongoing maintenance, a relatively light ongoing maintenance according to you, and you're getting two to three leads a day through organic searches because of the way the site is optimized. And that's your lead generation system. Uh, so uh, it's it's an interesting take uh, because normally, as you said, I talk to a lot of people who do a lot of, of work in um, Google AdWords and Facebook advertising, etc. So it's, it's, it's interesting to hear your approach and how it's working for you. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here, February 24th and 25th, the conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out, besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you Move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.